0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports Podcast. Here are your
1: hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, Podcast for a, uh, a Friday headed into the uh, weekend. Uh, and uh, let's let's do it right. Let's continue our baseball conversation yes. and uh, bring uh, Coach Rice in. Uh, and uh, this will get interesting.
2: This is yes, his retirement tour from Cardinal Mooney. So if you don't know, he called it quits at Cardinal Mooney, moving on to do some other things. But I think we would have been remiss if we didn't get one last chance to sit down and chat with him.
1: So we'll, we'll have some fun with this. Uh, we'll tell stories and we'll make stuff up as, as we <laughs> go. Uh, and we'll also uh, talk a lot of baseball while we do it in just a moment Contact one of Tri County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Bad Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri County Equipment online at TriCountyEquipment.com. Pretty being
2: here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and and best service in the area backed by hundreds to 5 star reviews. They also offer interest free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Uh, well, here we go, Brady. It's uh... <laughs> why are you guys so nervous? <laughs>
2: we're not. I'm not nervous. I'll be good. It's, it's the it's the final uh, go around. Br- least... Brady's not nervous. He
1: doesn't have to pay any fines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not FCC regulated. We're on the internet, baby. But um, anyway. Uh, Mike Rice here, now former coach at Cardinal Mooney. I guess start off, congratulations on one heck of a run and turning Cardinal Mooney baseball for a program that was, wasn't was really relevant to a program known all around the state in D4. Well,
6: thank you. I, I appreciate it. When I hear you say former, it still <laughs> obviously feels weird right. to me, and I'll be around, but, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, let's
1: kind of fill people in. How long were you at, at uh, Mooney? And, and kind of d- tell us the story of where it was at to where it's at today.
6: Yeah. So, well, I was talking to Welper, I think, this morning or was it yesterday or whatever. Like, the COVID year th- throws me off. Right. I I, th- I think it was 2016. I think I was there seven years. All right. With six seasons. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. I think okay. that's what it was. I think that was. math adds up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was, yeah. So that throws me off a little bit, but um, we're at start. I was actually thinking about this on the ride out here. Um, I think my son was in like fifth or sixth grade. My nephew Trent was mm-hmm. the grade below and then Daniel Rice. Right. They were, you know, parents always figuring out where are they going to school? What are they doing all right. the, You know, what are they going to be doing? And so early I reached out to make coach McAndrews who I grew up with. I think you guys know that. And, and said, "Hey, I was moody baseball, right? I, you right. Know, I wasn't crazy Twitter guy then. Didn't really pay too much attention because the kids were young. Well, so. it was
2: also a different animal in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Every team didn't have their own Twitter account. And you could, yeah. Like I will say one thing about baseball. I think it's the best of most of the sports. The high schools promote themselves on Twitter pretty well in the baseball realm.
6: Yeah. No, they do. We we want to get get the word out right with right. these kids and." So anyway, I reached out to McAndrews and he said come on out. I want you to help. This might have been too uh, so I was the assistant. I don't know if you guys knew that. I, I did was, not know I that. I was the assistant for the first season. And you guys know me pretty well. I'm probably not the best assistant. Like I'm good with I'm good with <laughs> coach Cocky and US PBL. Right. He runs runs it well, but like I'm probably not the best high school assistant, but anyway, your, the season went by and he said, "Hey, thinking about making a move and do you want to take over the head coaching job, so that's that's kind of how it how it happened. But when I talked to McAndrews the first time, I went, I went after we talked, he said, "Come on board." I walked. I remember this like it was yesterday. I walked downstairs. Tommy and Trent were playing catch, mm-hmm. of course, in the driveway, and I said, "Hey, you guys are going to Carlo Mooney," hmm. and they're in like fifth, sixth grade or whatever. They're right. like, they look at me, they're like, "All right, that's fine." And just kept playing catch and walked away and. It's kind of a cool little story now looking what we've done, you know, not just with the program and selfishly with my family and and baseball. It's been just a huge – made a huge impact on my life.
2: Well, um, and talk about where the program was at that time because it was – you didn't walk in to this glorious glut of talent where it was, all right, keep it between the lines, drive straight, and you'll be fine.
6: Yeah, this is always a a difficult conversation because I'm not – not bad mouthing anything by by any means it was it's an interesting story you know i, I walked into <clears throat> tryouts we used um a place on uh County line over there yeah. there was like a little indoor facility that we had to pay for collect money to mm-hmm. go in and and work out there's about 8 kids that showed up one kid I, i'll never forget him i called him no hat joe he had no <laughs> hat no hat no mitt um he had uh work boots on or whatever So what? someone
2: just said come out to the baseball tryout yeah they today. just said we're
6: having tryouts and kids were like all right that sounds fun and and it was actually intriguing I was teaching kids how to bunt right. right like teaching them how to lead off and it was it was pretty cool and that's that's where it started and I think it was a year and I'm gonna mess up years guys so I'm sorry but like I think it was about a year later a couple kids that I you know, coach, growing up in the in the summer program, parents are reaching out saying, "Hey, my kid might not go here, or might not go there." And what do you think about Carla Mooney? And you know, I said, "Talk to the director of admissions," as I always do, because right. there's no recruiting going on, <clears throat> and some kids just started showing up, right, trickling in, um, and we it just took off from there, right? Every year there was three kids coming in, four kids coming in, and I remember, I think. Two years in, we were on the bus ride home, probably lost a shrine because they kicked our butts all the time, and and I said, hey, guys, politely, don't come out anymore if you're not going to be doing stuff in the offseason. Play summer ball, go do some things, and right. it, I think it kind of rang a bell with these kids that we're going to take it seriously, right? Like, right. we're not going to be St. Mary's, we're not going to be a Brother Rice or anything like that. But, but it's
2: not a just a fun club activity.
6: Yeah, especially if half of the kids are doing it and the other half aren't, and you know how much I'm working on it in the off right. season it's like let's take this seriously together and I forgot what your question was I just started Just how it on. started and yeah.
2: because it wasn't like you said it, Rome wasn't built in a day and you didn't inherit a you didn't step into a program that had a wealth of talent right there for you to work with.
6: No and honestly I wasn't ready for it then right I mean it was perfect for me it was mm-hmm. it was such a blessing to be there and it was really cool to to watch just watch these kids become the baseball players that they did become eventually. And, um yeah, it was a really cool scenario. I don't think I would have wanted to walk into a, you know, a room with 45 kids that play summer all the time. I wasn't right. ready for that back then. And trust me, a year or two later I wanted to walk into a room with hmm. 45, 50 kids ready to go. Well, I mean, eventually, though, you, you get to a point
1: where, like, we're, we're in East Lansing, Brady and I were driving home from the game after you play Hackett, and we're ah kind of, uh, Hackett, uh, but but we're kind of like okay, these guys will be back. These guys might be back a couple of times because we looked at what you had and what you were still going to have. Yep, and then we're like, oh well, this right. guy's he's only a sophomore. Right, they got you're looking. You had a lot of, this of youth. Guy. Yeah, so it, it's like for me, you know, and and fair or unfair, but we kind of build you up and hype you up and go, oh, they got this, this, and this. They're going to do this, this, and this. And I'm actually, uh, I'm going to say it, I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't win a state championship in the yeah. group, yep. you know, in, in in the last three years.
6: Yeah, I feel, okay, hopefully I'm not going to, like, cry or say anything <laughs> weird here, but, like, I feel a little bit like Charles Barkley or Dan Marino, right? Like, right. The, the team was so close, not close and winning. I mean, close like relationship wise, right. and oh, and, close and me, they've too. been around, you know, winning type of things, right? And yeah, twenty twenty one. Shoot, those go- those guys were sophomores, right? We had Tommy Gill who got everybody yeah. out all the right, time, yeah. but Blake Lutzky, Trent Rice, Trombley, yeah, Hazen later was on my bench, hmm, right? Like, literally watching this, and you know, we talked about this the other day. Anthony Girling, our starting catcher this year, was a freshman on that team. And he was about three feet tall. He made hmm. I looked like a uh, shack next to him. Now he's <laughs> That's big. Hard to now do. he. Yeah, I know that. Thanks, but <laughs> he was there. I ca- I actually called, Girling. The only parent I've ever called after tryouts was Anthony Girling's parents. I just had this idea or plan. Like Tom was the catcher. Tom Rice was the catcher. Right. And I asked Mrs. Girling. I said, I'm going to leave this up to you. I'll tell you what I want to do, and I'm going to leave this up to you. I said. I want Anthony on varsity. He may not even sniff a blade of grass all year, but I want him to be with our catcher. I want him to be around this team. And I had a feeling what we were going to do that year, right, with those boys and Tommy Gill. And she's like, let me call you back, and I'll let you know. She sat down with Anthony or Mm. her husband or whatever and called back. She said, we want him to be on varsity with you. And I was like, great. So he practiced with us. He saw the routines. And, again, talking about you can't believe we didn't win it like Tom left Saginaw had a great year there loves it there Gurling was our freaking starting catcher this year right. it was like yeah, oh my gosh like just, no, I'm talking with my brother having a beer in the garage like this is like working out like exactly what because he I lean on my, when
2: a plan comes together yeah
6: and I lean on my brother a ton like he's probably made 20 lineups that you guys have seen <laughs> us use. I'm serious like I'll come to him with an idea and he's like no move this guy here move this guy here and that that's You know, when you say that, I want to punch you, but you're so right. Like you're, it's just, this was, this was the squad. Well, it's,
2: it's hard to do, like, especially in a one game elimination, but there's a reason why major league baseball for 150 years has played a hundred, at least 140 some games. Cause that's how long it takes to truly decide where teams slot out. But when was it when you took over this program, when you looked around and went, we can build this up to be formidable and win regional titles and maybe get to a state championship and, the, and get to East Lansing. When did you know that you had you had something cooking at Mooney?
6: Nick Bastion, I don't know if you guys remember. Were we around? <clears throat> you guys around watching us? No. Then? So we,
2: <clears throat> for reference, we started the after the COVID season. Okay. So anything so, pre-COVID, we wouldn't have been covering. So
6: Nick Bastion's sophomore year, I think it was, we won districts. Like we we popped Parkway Christian, right? And that was I don't you probably remember, but they yeah. won they won it all. They dominated <clears throat> D four. Nick Bashon was this lefty who's now pitching at Saginaw Valley State, but he we beat, we beat Parkway in districts. Mm-hmm. We faced Plymouth Christian in regionals at Liggett. I'll never forget it because we had him up 3-2. By the way, I should mention Troy Webster, mm-hmm. who was one of the kids. Remember when I told you there was about eight kids? Yeah. He was one of the kids that was there, and holy cow, he could play. Like, he could really play. So we had Nick Bastian and then Troy Webster. And that's when I started realizing, okay, you know, started adding up like six wins, right? Like five, what is it, six wins to win it all? Six, uh, seven wins?
2: Two in the district, two in the regional quarterfinal, seven.
6: Yeah. So I can admit it now, like I would count those things up. Yeah. Like I would look at them and look at matchups and things like that. And so that's when our, when we beat Parkway and Districts, Coach Cook was there. We had our district meeting and he told me he was retiring because he had kids. And I was like, okay, we're, we're – jokingly like we're knocking people out like they're retiring because Mooney's coming right it felt felt kind of cool <laughs> um so 2020 was Nick Bastian's senior year so that 2020 team was going to be pretty darn good right too. so about 2018 maybe I think it gotcha. was when I started realizing I think we can make a little bit of a little bit of noise you know uh,
1: the talk about COVID too because that just kind of messed with it messed with a lot of things around our area like Took a year away from certain athletes. Like, oh, yeah. You know, where where we look at what they accomplished in the three years we got to watch them play, and we go, what if? Yep. Right. Um, and there were some good
2: teams. I know you were really solid. St. Clair baseball would have yep. been really solid yep. that year. There were – I mean, it just kind of threw a wrench in everything. And that was – well, looking back now, that was smack dab in the middle of your tenure right when you thought, hey, we're getting this train rolling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and if your guys get that year – they're they're that much better the next year where they're already doing great things but they might have been
6: a little bit more extra that you need to get over the top yeah yeah Trent Blake Trombley Hazen later would have been freshmen that year and got to witness some good stuff probably would have freaking played too but (laughs) um two things about COVID so yeah, it it hurt, right? I, we went to Florida. We have family that has a place in Florida, so we just took off. And I remember getting texts back and forth, hey, we playing or are we not playing, blah, blah, blah. They shut the season down, so I had to make my calls to, like, the Nick Bashans of the world, right. Trent Burns, right, some some of those guys that could really play. Um, and then they changed rules for high school baseball after that ended. I don't know if you guys remember, but we had, like, we were able to play fall ball. We were able to have practices. Am I getting the months right? Yeah, so COVID Fall is. does come after So fall, so, season. so the fr- – yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to Wayne State, I'm sorry. <laughs> the- so the freshman incoming that year, right, Bastion and those guys got to right. go. The freshman incoming, which would have been Ty Bodacker's year. Yeah. He comes in as a ninth grader, and we're able to practice. I even had a red-black game, and Nick Black was at SC4 at the time. Yeah. So, we had college coaches coming out to our fall ball games. And really? It was pretty cool, right? Kite Monroe, we had a red-black game. That was huge for me because it's hard, right? I coach my. See, so this is. I'm kind of going off track again, but coaching family, coaching sons. Right. Those guys always got to do extra stuff, right? That's very hard because mm-hmm. people go, oh, this guy's daddy ball, whatever. Yeah. Ty Bodecker, his dad and I are best friends. Mm-hmm. Stood up in each other's wedding, best of friends. I know he can play. But I got to watch him in the fall, and I was initially thinking, all right, he's going to go on JVs just to be a freshman, and holy cow. right? He got to play fall ball, and he started at short as a freshman in the state championship. He's going to be a senior this year. So that's the COVID thing for me. It impacted us and made us a better team because we got to do fall ball, get together, work on first and third scenarios, bunts. The other thing about COVID that I want to mention – Adding up the, we have to compile a bunch of stats for like districts, regionals, right. all the state. So I'm adding up Trent and Blake's stats and I'm going, holy cow, like these guys would have played probably as freshmen on varsity. Their stats could have been that much better, like record breaking stats from a stolen base perspective. I think Trent had 120, 125 stolen bases in his career and that was. Three years, three years, right? So. You know that dummy would have stole at least twenty <laughs> as a freshman, right? He just goes From out and an goes, When "When do I go?" Like, when yeah. do I? Run? So I think their state record is one hundred seventy or something. Let like me that. pull that up for you. One seventy nine, maybe. Um, and then Blake was something like twenty two and four in his career. Like, That's pretty good. Uh, one hundred and eighty. Okay. Nate McClough. Yeah. No. Baltimore Orioles. There he went go. to. Uh, Starts with a C where he went to high school, but
2: anyway. Uh, no, he went to Whitefall. Gosh darn it! Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> that's still anyway. pretty good poll. So
6: that's what co- how COVID impacted us. Um, it was horrible to call Nick Bashin. Like he was. Um,
2: By the way, where'd you say Trent ended up? Not to cut you off, but uh, like one twenty-five well, or if something. Well, you send like it that. in; he'll be on the. I know. Leader yeah, leader I'm going
6: forward. to. Yeah. I'll, I'll send. I'm going to compile all that stuff. Um anyway, that's how COVID impacted us, right? It, it actually was super obviously disappointing, but it made that 21 – that 21 team made it to the state championship potentially because of the way the high school rules changed. Hopefully they did change them and I didn't break a rule and they're finding <laughs> out right now. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to get it, right it vacated. No, but I remember I remember promoting <laughs> it. and Ross is
2: coming in, stealing yeah. the trophy from Mooney.
6: I remember promoting it because I was very comfortable with the rules at that time. Like, okay, we're going to put the red-black game out here at Cardinal Moody. How cool is that? So, anyway. All
1: right. Let's grab a break, and then we'll continue our uh, conversation here
4: with
3: uh, Mike Rice in just a moment.
1: Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Feel more
5: confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call AmeriPrize Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-536. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. DB
7: Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse, open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue is gone, and DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at
2: 810-689-0448
7: and like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse.
2: Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds to 5 Star Reviews. They also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress
5: King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call, and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Mlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting
4: out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company, and we'll be here to assist you. Please go to www.phasd.us and
6: our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, And during the break, we found out information. So let's just attack there.
2: Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, when we talked to Scott Thaler earlier, he, uh, he never mentioned this. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't, but you did. I brag all the time. Yeah, Scott, you and does him, not, Scott does not brag. You and him are going to be coaching the, the East-West All-Star game.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it, mainly because Scott is so organized and I can just show up and try to look cool. Well, you just
1: said you weren't a good assistant coach. Oh,
2: He'll have yeah. a scouting
6: report on each player. Oh, yeah, he will. He will. He already has lineups made. Like, we literally <laughs> picked the team. You sit down in a, a room we, meet, we met in, like, St. Clair Shores with a bunch of coaches. And mm-hmm. I knew – the cool part is, like, you know, with my summer program, I know about all these kids, like, who they are. So I helped them kind of figure out right. who are these guys. So, so we picked the team. Thaler's already making, like, a freaking Google Doc with lineups. And <laughs> this guy's going to bet here if he plays two innings here, then he can play the back end six. So I was like, I'm coaching with Thaler. I don't care because <laughs> I can just show up. So, yeah, it's uh-huh. exciting. We're proud of it. Like – Again, like from the area that we're in, for one, right, mm-hmm. compared to the, you know the metro, metro Detroit area, and then the divisions we're in. Like I'm Division Four, right? Taylor's Division Three. We're we're gonna get the coach kids going to Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, right? Really, really cool stuff. Big names that yeah.
2: are could potentially be future yep future major league players or yeah. in professional ball. But the other thing we were talking about during the break, and well, since we brought up Algonac. Just how hard it is to win a state title, because even in D three and four, like admittedly, if you have a good team in three or four, it's the road's not as tough as D one, mm-hmm. and but it's still not easy by any means. And we talk, you said to us in the break that when you're in the run, you're not thinking about how difficult it is. No, but when you sit back and look at it as a whole, you go, oh. Yeah. That's kind of hard to win seven straight games, and you're probably playing a minimum of three highly ranked teams.
6: Yeah, it's super it's impressive, right? to the, the results you know when you get their finish up, it's pretty darn impressive. But during that time, Scott agreed with me. I talked to somebody I talked to Coach Ploof yesterday from uh, Dakota. Because they lost in what the semifinals. Yeah, but you don't realize what you're doing when it's happening. I mean, there were things we did like we were facing this lefty from Lenaway, Was it? Remember? When yeah, to, when you kept you made fun him? Of I'm going, oh, we're going. <laughs> yeah, but listen, this
2: kid from Lenaway Christian, is so good. I look ten nothing five. But idiot. listen, Bomb. dude,
6: that kid was going to Hillsdale. He was eighty four, eighty five. And, you know, the things we did that week, I brought in my buddy Ed klein Adler who pitched, who pitched at, like, Sienna Heights, struck out Jeter. Yep. I brought in a lefty to throw BP that week. Like, we were doing – I don't remember doing a lot. Of, like, I didn't strategically think I got to go. I don't, I don't know. It just happens so fast, and you don't realize what an impressive thing is, what an impressive thing it is to make that run. But when it's happening, it just happens. I don't know how to explain it. I remember the day after we lost to Hackett. I came home, sitting in that little island area in my kitchen, and I looked at my wife, and I'm like, "Hey, so what are we doing this weekend?" And she's like, "Are you freaking serious?" And I look at her, and she's like, "That's literally the first time you looked into my eyes in the past two weeks (laughs) to say what's going on because you're just—it just happens. You get so ultra-focused when you're making this run, right? And it's the team, the team, the team, the team, and then, hey, honey, I love you. Don't you remember that I do love you?" Put- well, because it's so
1: compact, too. Yes, yes. Like, it, it happens quickly, even with the days off in between the games, I'm sure you're, you're – like we just played, and i got to play again, and who can
2: pitch, and what are the rules, and what, oh, yeah. you know. Right, and, and meanwhile, in the couple of days you do have off, you're compiling scouting reports yep. and, and everything like that. I mean, heck, the biggest layoff you have is from the winning the quarterfinal on Saturday to go into East Lansing on Thursday or Friday. Correct. Where, like, heck, even if in the MLB you're making that run, if you get a sweep, you can have eight, ten days off if the other yeah. series goes long. You're never having more than 4 or 5 days off in a run like this. Yeah,
6: it, that part was cool though cuz you could actually implement things, right? right. Cuz high school baseball, man, like coming from I'll call it the summer circuit, I don't know what people call summer ball whatever. Just travel I, I hate ball, saying like, travel. I knew you were going to say travel. Well, that. I mean, travel, that's just the like, term that everyone uses. Yeah, but you you're with kids from November through like March twelfth, whatever that Monday is when high school starts, and you're working on things like mm-hmm. real stuff, and then high school baseball starts. It's March twelfth, and you were playing St. Mary's on March twenty eighth. Yeah, like it's like, hey Tommy or hey Joey, are you oh, ready it's to scheduled. play? Oh, like, scheduled. You're not playing because it's going to yeah. snow. Well, right. <laughs> but the, um, what my point is the train the training. I guess we'll call it the training in high school. It's very hard. It's very hard to teach. It's more strategy, right? It's like more of like what kind of a baseball team are we going to be versus this is how you sit on a ball and wait for it to go to the right side, or this is how you right. This is how you. Well,
2: the it. season's so compact as it is, especially for you guys. Yeah. So your spring breaks timed up with Easter, correct? Yes. Being a Catholic, yes. so Easter was later. So like this past season. You played what? One game or two games at the beginning of, the yeah. of April? Yeah, you guys made fun of us yeah, on the podcast had, once for. We had a two week nothing, so yep. we just put you in the corner, forgot about you for a little bit. I think
6: it's in the you know what I get too during that time and I I like FOMO. Do you guys know what FOMO yeah, is? Missing out, yeah. I didn't surprise Stucky knew what that meant.
2: He, he's a, he's around some the hip crowd. Yeah. So we'll
6: be we'll be traveling or we'll be on Easter break or whatever and I get FOMO, like I'm watching Twitter, watching right. all these teams play, and we're like, right? I have like a, you know, Guinness with me or something <laughs> on, on vacation, and I'm like, we should be doing something, yes, but we, but we just
2: don't. Well, and then you get back, and you, you really have five weeks for your season, yeah, and in that time you have your league play, You're, you were playing some of the best of the best in your non-league, and then you have your Catholic League tournament, and then you turn around, and then you have to worry about the districts, and it's so bang, 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 it's not like you have time to sit back and enjoy the ride, where football, hey, you get very regimented, you can sit back. Yep. Winter sports, forget about it. That's like a four- or five-month season. You start in November, yeah, you why end is in that, March.
6: There's got to be some way to make the baseball season, like, longer or yeah move, more time. move down to georgia yeah, like, I, guess. I mean yeah
1: that's yeah. i mean we're we're handcuffed here in michigan yeah by the weather you
2: have the weather they, on one end and graduation on the yeah. other right I mean, it's already hard enough to so, for some teams to get their seniors to stay focused the whole time right right and then ask them to play past graduation it's it would be curtains true
1: i mean we're, we're already playing baseball and softball till like june 20th
6: yeah no that's yeah, true really
2: can't go much further than that right Right. So the yeah, the only thing is some we build some build domes. a prospect we center dome. Facilities. Oh, and we get, get a go. dome. Put a dome yeah. over Jimmy John's in Utica, yeah. and then you can start playing on the first day you're allowed to. That's true.
6: Very true. Well, th- there are some colleges now that have turf that we can utilize. Maybe there's some ways we could, I don't know, get us more games in.
2: Well, you say that, and then Thaler had 41 games played this yeah, year. Yeah, that's
1: true. Like he did that in like 60 some days. Yeah, it's it's like how did they play so much. I mean, like, obviously, every weekend somebody was
6: coming in. Right. Yeah, but Alpenack. you're right. For and, us, it was the Easter break is what kind of made, I don't know, what did we play, 25 games? I don't know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it just shortened your season. It and, does. And it's, not, it's nobody's fault. And you need fault. pitching. Like, rough. that's the other thing. Like, you need pitching. Like, right. you need the arms. And this year, we had five or six arms that we could go on some gauntlets oh, and do right. it. But. We, we have to talk about this. What, what, yeah.
1: The first or second game
6: of the season that you used like eight pitchers in a game or oh, something Oh, Country like that? Day. Dude, yeah. are we bringing up Country? I coach – Coach Lepkowski is the head coach at Country Day, and I coach his son in the summer. I'm going to say it now, man. That felt freaking good. <laughs> because <laughs> – no, Lep is my boy. Like, yeah. like I've helped – you know, his son is awesome, and I coach him. He's, he's going to play college ball at Hope. And the hardest thing to do, one of the hardest things to do in baseball is, like, I'm taking the game seriously, but when I tell my high school boys, Blake, you're getting one inning. Yeah. Bro, you're getting one They look at me. I feel it, like, right away, like, oh, coach doesn't want to win this because we're just going one inning to get our work in, right? I did air quotes on a podcast. That makes no sense. Oh, we do it all the time. (laughs) And we did it. And that's – I told the boys after, I said – we're here to play. Like, we're this season, like, we're ready to roll. We used to not do that. We used to throw Tommy Gill an inning, Blake an inning, or Nick Bash. And then after that, okay, we did good against, you know, we're right. three to two or two to one. And then all of a sudden we lose 15 to two because we're putting our other arms in. But shoot, man, we, uh it was pretty cool to do. And I, I put Quinn Addison at the end, who's a sophomore, and he closed out the last two innings. And I was like, Lep, thanks for having us out. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to say what he said, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, he he was like, "Get on your bus, get on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "We don't have a bus. We're Mooney. We drive to the games." Just kidding. <laughs> it w- Just
1: kidding. I think. Do I they have s- the, the the turf like the softball? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. It's well, country day has right? everything. They're yeah. indoor well, facility. Get over to the baseball field. Like, not I've been only on do the football th- field, been softball. Never get over to the baseball, and I wonder if it was like softball with the turf.
6: Not only do they have turf, their indoor facility looks like Grand Valley's and Saginaw. They look like they have a GLIAC. Yeah. And Brandon Oh, by the way, Brandon Inge is their assistant coach. Right. Really cool. You should see that guy hit a fungo. Like, holy cow. You got me. I got to, like, crow hop to get one of the outfield. (laughs) He just flicks his wrists and hits it 300.
2: feet. Well, like, I played with Derek Coleman Jr. at Wayne State. Oh he yeah, he went to Country Day. Yeah, he the stories he tell me he's like, yeah, it, it's it's different. Don't let anyone try to like fool. It, it's he's like it's a different yep. animal at Country yep. Day, but. Yeah, just the, the, I think we even said on the podcast after that Country Day game, like, oh, yeah, they were just trying to get their work and get a bunch of different yeah. arms out there, and they still beat. And we looked, Country Day was like number seven in D2 yeah, and, at the and time. And Inge
6: pitched that game, the kid going to Michigan, his son. Like, it's not – dude, I'm not going to make – Lep's going to kill me. I keep bragging
2: about this well, game. What, what was he going to cool. do? It was a You're good thing. anymore.
6: No, I know. Well, I coach his kid. Eh, so. so, no, it was, it was a cool thing for our team and our program to be able to say – you know, we can go play these really, really good teams and not fall off when we're putting in, like, we'll call it like reserve pitching or whatever you right. want to call it. Depth, yeah. The yeah, bullpen. There yeah. you
1: go. Yep. How much? Yeah, mo- it yes. It's a, a lot of kids to use in a game.
2: <laughs> like, you obviously had success with baseball, but it feels like right now, at least for boys' sports at Mooney, it's been kind of a golden age. How much does that help all sports when they have success in football or they have success in basketball and it carries over? And I guess the whole learning how to win mentality, it doesn't really matter what sport. If you know how if you know how to uh, compete in winning time in one sport, it usually carries over to the other.
6: Yeah, and I think the word might even be like expectations, right? right. Like we're, whatever sport it is that you're going to play, the expectation is like we're here to stay and we're here to play hard and, and – Go for the wins. We're not here to just roll the ball out and say, well, hey, we played a high school sport.
1: Let's use yeah. country day as well, an example. And at a smaller school, too, like you're almost forced for the same kids to play all the sports. Well, th- That's
6: a great point, too. Yeah. Like, hopefully I say this the right way. Like, later, right? later is a good example. He played all three sports. He's a supreme athlete. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. That freaking kid.
2: Catholicly. Athlete of the year. Yeah, yeah,
6: and he deserves it. Like he deserves it. um Those, you're right. I think you nailed it right there. Like, and I think it's going to keep going. I'm not saying it's not, but like these past three, four, five, six years, whatever it is, those same kids are playing those sports, yeah, right? So you and they compete. Be
1: surprised that they're good at football, that they're right. good at basketball, yep. that they're good at baseball. It's all the same guys, and they're all great athletes. Yeah.
6: Yep. I feel like I should say one more thing about Hazen later. So, he was a bench player a little bit the past couple years, and he worked so darn hard this year at baseball. Like, I was getting a text from him at, like, 8 o'clock at night. Hey, can I go to the facility? Like, I'm not going there. I'm already watching, like, Netflix or something. Right. (laughs) And I gave him the lockbox code. He was up there hitting by himself every darn night, and he, he ended up hitting very well this year and he was huge every time i was at
2: a game it felt like he hit a nuke somewhere he was one game against lutheran north he was what four inches away from the grand slam against lutheran north in their stupid little bam box if you weren't if
6: you weren't so far away you would have heard i screamed at him i go you got to hit the weight room bro and he looked at like you know how big he is right Right. he's like i will whip your you know what
1: (laughs) His calves
2: are redwood trees. I would have just walked yeah. back, yep. patted you on the head, said, "Okay, buddy." Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what he
6: did, right? And the other teams, like the the kids on the bench, like, "Don't talk trash to Hayes." So. But
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what, and maybe it's just to me, but I've never seen a kid like more grateful for the coverage. And when oh we gosh. say a kind word, he's always, "Thank you." He's one of the few people in the entire Blue Water area who calls me Mister. Yep. <laughs>
6: yep. Him and Tyler Jameson. When, when people call, call me Mister,
1: I'm like, No,
2: I'm not that old yet. <laughs> no. There was at that same Lutheran North game. It was in between games. Guys were coming out or whatever, and I just made an offhand comment like, Yeah, you know, I'm only 26, and I'm not that old, and I don't know who it was for your team. They go, Wow, I thought you were at least 30. Yeah. And I'm just I was like, right there. I was oh, right there oh, laughing. Oh, I don't remember who <laughs> did it. <laughs> That one that one hurt. Yeah. That one hurt.
1: Thirty. You're worried well, about thirty. But,
2: thirty is when it all ends. But well like yeah. thirty would have been fine, <laughs> but when they said at least, yeah. meaning that was the bare minimum. <laughs> like 29, no chance. I'm like, man, I just got my own insurance this year. You're talking about 30.
6: Hey, it's better than someone thinking you're the bat boy for the Diamond Hoppers at USPBL. Like, people look at me yeah. out there with how big those guys are. They assume I'm the bat boy, but yeah. well, that's, uh...
2: for, for context, the USPBL, Jimmy John's down on Hall Road, um, the four-team independent league. Mike Rice is the assistant coach for one team, and every guy on his roster outside of one is like six foot three or taller.
6: Yeah, there's one, our, our catcher, Taj Porter... Is I don't know, probably five ten, five eight. So yeah, the, but he's wider. He's just, okay. Oof. So you, this is something for you when you're doing the games. Like you can watch every national anthem. Oh, pup too, my shortstop. Yeah. I make those two stand together at the oh, end. Yeah. If you ever notice. Like, all right, guys, get yes. in your spot because I'm not standing next to freaking Noah Marcoux who looks like a giant <laughs> yeah, for the National. war,
2: and hits yeah. nukes. But anyway, we digress from that.
6: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about Hayes, and I forget where we went. But I love the kid to death. How much and work it, he was putting in. Yeah, and he's one of those kid, and there's a few that I would love to mention, but I don't want to take up all your time. But like, oh, we
1: got another segment. So
6: okay, okay. Oh, yeah, well, he, he, like, real tell quick. Every kid you want yeah. to real quick. Hayes is one of those kids that is that's what I'm most sad about and what I'm gonna miss. Right, right? like those relationships. The bill but go ahead i just wanted to make sure i mentioned that
1: all right yeah we'll, we'll take a break and then uh, mike you, you can talk about your entire roster if you want to
3: I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future.
6: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
1: Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing
2: field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated?
1: Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. DB
7: Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue brisket, pork, and sausage. You're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448 and like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. If
0: you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All
1: right, we're back with uh, Mike Rice. So, yeah, you you want a a couple more guys you want to talk about? Because we've got other topics. Yeah, I mean,
6: real quick, I, I don't know if I'll get specific, but in general, my point was, like, forget the winning, forget the, like, tweeting, right? Forget the rankings, like... What I'm going to miss the most is the relationships that I built with these kids, and I'm telling you, there's nothing like it, right? There is really nothing like, like, like Cam Spezia, man, to watch him grow from last year to this year. He was potentially probably the best hitter on our team this year. Right. And I batted him ninth and for a specific reason, right, because he's younger. I want him to get some right. swings. And watching him grow from a personnel, not just – not. Really baseball-y. He went from not talking, like his nickname was The Machine because he doesn't talk, he just goes up and hits, doesn't smile, doesn't dance when he hits doubles. By the end of the year, he was, like, cracking jokes with me right. and actually laughing at stuff. Well, and
2: You, you take – if you have him from a freshman, like Ty Bodek, you started with him when he was, what, 14? Yeah. And now he's going to be a 17-, 18-year-old young man. Yeah. Like, you you see those formative oh my, years that's go what on. I'll miss.
6: That's what I'll miss, and I'll – you know, we'll talk about some other things later, but I'll ask the next head coach, like, I got to be around it. Like, right. Like, I got I to gotta come chime in and just keep those relationships going. All
1: right. Well, let's – talk about the future of uh, Mooney baseball now that uh, you've stepped away yeah uh, uh,
6: where's the program gonna go I think it's gonna keep going the same way and I we have a we had a great plan in place yeah um, I think it was...
2: That's about the sixth phone call he's gotten. I'm since sorry. Yeah, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no. Don't be sorry. We we know how popular you are. Is this live? You Maybe are. that's why. Maybe I said something. <laughs> yeah, <wrong. laughs> no, we <laughs> know how have. popular you are. The don of baseball oh in this gosh. area is... <laughs> the is,
6: don of bigs. Isn't that what you called me one time? When it's when something you? like that. <laughs> so, um, where was I going with that? We were talking uh, about...
2: Mooney Baseball, where it's going. Yeah,
6: yeah. So... I knew so so last year I was a volunteer with uh, the US Pbl right this year I actually signed my first professional contract and it's taking up a little bit a little bit more time and you guys know how much I love baseball and it's something I want to continue to do and keep growing so I, th- I think it was February ish um, I went and met with our athletic director and I had this plan in place and and Dave Bowen who is been my assistant coach first base coach bench coach since the state championship run 2021 agreed to kind of step in I wanted to make obviously wanted to make sure these this program was ready right I wanted to make sure we had something in place so Dave Bowen and I played college baseball together in 1996 and we've been friends since he actually reached out to me whatever the COVID year and said I want to get into coaching let me come coach with the And I said hell yeah let's go so Dave Bowen's taken over the program. I think he's perfect for it. Um, he's been around me, my loud mouth, for a long time. He's a very he's he's a little bit more like Thaler. He's very very strategic, um, not loud like me. So he's working on that. But he <laughs> loves the kids. Stucky, I told you at the break, he's cried with these kids. He comes up with drills for these kids. He's constantly working on these things. So um, I think it was today. I don't know if they. They've announced it officially, yet, but like, that's the plan. The plan in place is Dave Bowen's taking this thing over, and we're super excited. Our JV coach, Neil Dottie, is going to be his assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a, a JV coach ready to take over, and you guys probably know this. I mean, it's hard to find good assistant coaches in high school baseball. It's hard to find good JV coaches in high school baseball and in Division Four baseball. It's, like, really, really hard right. to find that. And we have that in place, and that's why I feel very, very comfortable about taking off and and, and having this be under wraps with Debo.
2: Well, I don't know if we've ever talked to a coach that's had success that said, yeah, we need to figure out something to do with the lower-level coaches. Like, that's really where – maybe not as much in baseball, but like football and basketball, and to an extent baseball, that's where you take the kids and give them the fundamentals so when you hand them to the varsity – They don't have to start from square one. They can start eight, nine steps down the road.
6: I got a funny story about that. So Neil Dottie was our head JV coach. He started last year. His Mm -hmm. son actually made varsity this year for me, Joe Dottie, and started and played and and added some good things. But Neil was running a practice. You know we practice at Kite Monroe, and we're at fields right next to each other. And Neil's first, second, third practice, whatever, is running this. Unbelievable practice. Nineteen different things going on. Like it would look really good. And my varsity boys start looking over there and I'm like, like, I'm not doing anything at my practice over here. Look at this <laughs> JV. I'm like, guys, stay focused on our stuff. But I started stealing stuff from Neil because that's how good he is. And and you're right. If if the JV program and McAndrews does a great job with the J V program too, right? Like they're ready to go in basketball once they get to him on varsity. And that's what Neil did for us these past two seasons. And now Neil's going to move up with, with Debo. Neil's a little bit louder. Um, Debo's more strategic, so there'll be a good good mix. And can't really announce the JV coach yet, but I'm excited about what we're doing there, too. He has a baseball background, and it's going to be really good. Yeah, I
1: just I think it's so important, uh, especially nowadays. But even back when I was a kid, if I got bored at practice, well, I was checking out. Yeah, And it's uh, that's a challenge for coaches to keep practice interesting enough that the kids
6: are paying attention that they're not drifting
1: they're not out there in the outfield throwing up dandelions right
6: right yeah we have we have the first 30 minutes of our practice are the same every day we work on and JV does it too i have a little sheet that i give everyone i give one sheet of paper to each kid and they're not allowed to get one back you'll see kids throughout the year like looking at the other guy's sheet but it's all first and third scenarios bunt scenarios pickoff plays and it's 30 minutes and you see them get bored with it at the beginning, and then, the, then you play games, and you have first and third, and somebody right. takes off early. Do you ever see that when the kid takes off oh, early at first? Uh, I hate it. it. Try it on us. I like, it doesn't it the,
1: work. I call it the little league play. Yeah. Everybody does it. It works more times than it doesn't.
6: But as a coach, it's like the literally you can call it the big league play because what's happening is that coach is big league you going, this right. guy's not going to be prepared for this. And then when we get him out, you big league him right back. But we we – do that every day the first 30 minutes we were like cam spezia ended up dominating it this year and at the beginning of the year he didn't talk right. And i said listen yeah. you got to be the loudest dude on the field when this happens because we cut it off and just my point was like the preparation that our jv coach does and then along with us is like a perfect little bit you see us doing the same thing for 30 minutes so pretty cool
1: throw the ball to the first baseman
6: yeah, but then he's gone, and then the guy. Yeah, like, no, there's. We can talk. We yeah. can have another show on yeah, what we do.
2: The, I would just have the pitcher run off and cut him off, and keep an eye. In
6: second baseman steps up, cuts oh, off yeah. the line. You get rid of it. Throw it right to Cam at second. That baseline is becomes 40 feet, and you can see the whole play in front of you. But anyway,
2: it's all right. Th- there you go. So I want to see more of that next year. Anyway, <laughs> Stucky Stucky's so mad right now, no, thinking I mean, about I just, the first. Like, third. I,
1: I, uh, I watched. Okay. Uh, I'll use uh, Richmond softball as an example. Softball is Lamp- a little different. Lamphere though, runners at the corners in the top of the first with nobody out. Your number three hitter. I'm assuming your number three hitter is okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, one of your better ones. Yep. Let her drive that run in from third.
6: No, that's I, I understand. Uh, instead
1: yep. of sending the runner from first and
6: trying to get the one play. run in,
1: and and then they ended up running themselves into a double play and the innings over. Right. And their chance. Right. Their only chance is over and now it's eleven to nothing.
6: Yep. Yeah. And 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 the other coach that does it just gets you so mad. Like you think you think we're not prepared for this? Like it's like that's yeah, I don't like it. I'm with (laughs) you. I'm with you. I'm getting mad thinking about coaches that try it on you, but
1: you, you see a lot of it and i, I get it so sometimes you, you have to do it sometimes you don't get that many kids on base and you're not going to drop
2: Yeah, down we did yeah. honestly that, that's we That's something i don't mind if it's 1 to 1 in the bottom of the 6th. Yeah.
6: Well, we tried it this year and it, i think it worked if i remember correctly it worked but we had Avery Broll on first, a lefty up and Trent Rice on third. Yeah. Avery Broll is probably the – probably, I won't say the because I don't want to offend He's probably one of the smartest baseball players I've ever coached mm-hmm. in my life. Like, literally. He look, gives me, like, one of these nods, right? And like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, Trent's on – and there's a lefty. So, the back of the lefty is to Trent, the oh, fastest yeah. kid in the state. The lefty sees Avery leave early. Trent's already gone. Right. right? Like, you, you, one second you see Avery dancing around over there. So, it can work with a lefty up and you have yeah. – speed on third, but we did do it well now that I'm thinking about it. we did it. <laughs> we did do it stucky, sorry. So that's all right.
2: What's next for Mike Rice? Where will they see you? Obviously you'll be down at Utica, but you have aspirations to grow and evolve and move up the coaching ladder. Is that correct? I, I do.
6: I do. And there's a lot of people making like big assumptions. I got a phone call the other day from a mom from Cardinal Moody and she she said, Hey, congratulations are in order and I said because I quit, like I it was like it, like literally like you're that excited like, about it. Huh? I literally not get to play. and I I know her pretty well, and I literally said that like I really didn't know what she said. She said the New York Mets, huh? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about like Cardinal Mooney straight to the like sh- straight to sh- but <laughs> the like Mets. but all I don't know where they heard I think the kids are probably messing with me but but um I,
2: you know we we should just start doing that I should make no, edits I'm go- of rice with just different yeah. uniforms Yeah I would so, I wouldn't pick the Mets Yeah so I you wanted, to say, to, I wanted barrel, to say I wanted to say
6: that on this podcast so like people know like I'm not going to the freaking Mets right like You're going be, to their Triple-A It would be it, the right? Yankees yeah. it would yeah, definitely be. be the But um you Maybe, know you I do have been
2: impressed if you could have caught Judges oh Jesus! Bulls. Oh my gosh!
6: I thought people stopped talking about that. But I'm no. never gonna stop. You were right there.
2: You were me to you away well, from I history mean, and the, building. It, it would have hit me in my belly if pretty,
6: no one was much there. The
1: worst thing, you know, it hit, hits him in the hands. I mean, oh come on, it's not gonna but make a like, play. But like you, you catch
2: that. You <laughs> have the prospects dome built. You just call it the 62 dome. I would have given him the ball.
6: You wouldn't have tried to get anything. I don't know. I Probably maybe season tickets or something, but. For the Yankees, like literally, <laughs> but for see, the. An- I, I,
1: well, I guess you got to get him to pay for the uh, the tickets too when he. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I would have worked game.
6: out something. I oh, worked I mean, out you something.
2: Can, <laughs> we'll go on a tangent. Who cares? He's done it somewhere. We can have stupid segments like this. <laughs> yep. But like, okay, if it's someone's first home ball, if it's Kevin McGillicuddy and he's gotten 20 at bats in the majors and he ran into one and he put it down the line and it's going to be his only home run ever. Okay, you can do that, but you just you would have caught Aaron Judge number sixty two breaks the AL record. And do
6: that- you know that was planned? Like, do you did I tell you the story?
2: Well, I know you like tried to get seats in the general. Oh crowd. yeah, dude.
6: Like it was May or something. And my boss is a huge, huge Yankees fan. I'm yeah. a, I'm a huge Yankees fan. And we go and and AT and T is my only customer. Mm-hmm. So we're in Dallas all the time. So my boss is like, you want to buy seats one through eight. For the last, wh- whoever the you know, wh- it's the last game. So whatever home run he hits is going to be either seventy or sixty-two yeah. or whatever. Right. So we bought seats one through eight, and it went to seat four. Like there's a <laughs> plaque on my freaking seat. But this big large man, I I told Letson, he looked like freaking Letson. He was a lefty, just like Letson. He just bump boxed me out, and, God, I was FaceTiming with Tommy, I my know. son. I told you yeah, the story.
2: Well, I've seen the video. You're, like, looking well, down. Yeah. You're like, oh. I'm
6: showing Tommy, like, can yeah. you freaking believe this? And Anyway, you <laughs> ask me what I'm doing. I'm not going to the Mets. Not I'm going not to going to Mets. coach another high school. Um, er, as you know, Ernie Witt is a mentor of mine. Yeah. He coaches Team Canada. He's been coming. Former in major league catcher. Fifty years of major league baseball what, experience. The Blue Jays and Tigers and the no Tigers. No, no, no don't no Tigers. No. He wanted him. like he Braves, was with the
1: Blue Jays, Jays when the Tigers Blue Jays.
6: Yeah, that's in the 80s what it was. Yep.
1: Huge rivals. That's what it was. So he
6: told me, you know, I've been talking to him about just coaching at next levels and right. things like that, and he said you need to get some professional contracts under your belt, and that's what I did this year. Signed my first professional contract, and. He's a mentor to me, and kind of you know never really said anything. But I know once I get a little bit more experience, that I have a pretty good guy to help me if I well, want to keep moving. Right, up. that
2: you have a resume that well, he can present to someone, and not yeah. just go, "Hey, trust me." Yeah. You can go yeah. look. This guy's done. cool, dude. Let him. Let yeah, him coach right? for the <laughs> Phillies. Because I mean, is as, as much as we know, you do a good job. Someone's going to go. I don't. I, I don't. Give yeah. A, a crap about Cardinal Moon. Yeah. High school. Yep. Yeah. Well, who is right. this? Like right. that. Doesn't resonate with a with a New York Mets right, right. Um, executive. And the
6: USPBL guys are great, and I think I told you this earlier. Like it's it's the saying of like it's it scratches my itch, right? right? If that makes sense. And you know, building those relationships with the specias of the world and the Hazenlaters of the world, I'm doing the same thing. They're, these guys are just 25, 26, and they're right. huge. So it's a it's cool. It's a cool experience. So hopefully that answered your question.
2: Yeah, I mean I. I, I'm assuming you will do some some good things in the future, and
1: yeah, I, I don't think you're, you're. I'm glad you cleared the air that you're not going to no. the Mets. away. No. Right I'm roll, a little disappointed because I was going to get an a- autograph after. Oh, oh show yeah, right now it's like, okay, no, just get the hell out of here. For one, I wouldn't <laughs> ever
6: give you an autograph because you asked that question at the beginning of this. What's it like to never win a state championship? <laughs> I mean, that's not, that, all that's all I that's not how it's I, it. it's <laughs> not <laughs> I asked. That's not how he worded I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, I'm telling you, someone did call me, and I'm like, listen, please don't tell people that's hat. Like, it's not. That's not uh, what's going on with me. That is funny. It's probably like it, Bodecker or something messing with it, me because I'm least leaving.
2: Someone thought enough of you that they didn't immediately go, yeah, okay. Right. That's, and they thought it was a, a legitimate point. thing. So. In a, in a roundabout way, it's it's a big compliment to you that they thought it wasn't unreasonable that you got a spot in the Mets organization yeah. right out of coaching a high school team. I guess that's a good point.
1: Oh, that's cool. So you know, this, this is another reason why I like these interviews, because, like, I'm kind of sad thinking, like, oh, i right. gone through this era. Hazen later won't be there. Rice won't be there. But then you remind me that there's Spezia, that there's Broll. The oh, there's thom- Yeah. Or, Like, okay, it's still okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's
6: going to be like George Zep. Do you guys know him? Oh, yeah. He's going to throw 90 one day. Like, I'm telling you, freaking 90. And you see it at USPBL. Mm -hmm. He's going to throw 90. He's 85, 86 right now and just getting healthy. And, I'm telling. I said, just keep in touch with me. I, I don't want him to overdo it. Like right. I, well, I'm gonna work. The kid's gonna throw a 9 I've already called division one and division two coaches about him and said, mm. just keep your eye on this kid at little old Cardinal Mooney because watch this kid. Now, he'll be the number one next year. All right, you hear me, Debo? Hopefully, Debo is <laughs> listening. It's He's already, already starting. Yeah, it's. Right, I'm a helicopter parent now. <laughs> but he and then you got Broll and like I said, speeds the letter team and hits this year. So he's probably going to be batting third now, not ninth or whatever. Right. But well, either way, as many fastballs, and guess what? Guess what? There's still another Rice. Like, Daniel Rice yeah. this year ended up earning a starting spot. He He's maturing from a body standpoint, and he's actually running fast. Right. Like, we used to joke with him, like, my daughter Casey's super fast. Mm-hmm. Trent, obviously, you know, and poor Daniel back in the day wasn't quick, and it, it happened this year. He was my courtesy runner, and then he earned a starting spot uh as our eighth hitter this yeah, year. He started in the Catholic Championship, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And he can freaking run. So watch out for that kid. He's gonna play outfield and it's gonna be there's there's the talent's there and Debo's perfect for it and it's gonna be really cool to see what happens.
1: All right. Well if we forgot anything or if there's a time where we get out of line and you need to come in and correct us, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know the door always open. I'll be listening. We might have to have them back
2: on in the fall, maybe a guest picker or two, because oh, that's yeah. closer than we think. Yeah, yes, it is.
1: So well, everyone enjoy their weekend? Everybody enjoy your weekend, uh, and good luck with all of your future endeavors.
6: Thank so you, was boys. It a lot of
1: fun covering you guys the past three
6: years. You guys so. made it fun, too. Thank you.